What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Sure Shots. It's your boy, Brandon Tanguma, sitting, still sitting electronically, more than six feet away from me. Is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Word on the street is you uh, have a new co-worker, and you've been training yeah. him. How oh, is this guy a pain in the ass? Is I've he been a good running little... that train through him? Ooh, you've been running a train on him? Running a train been uh you know going behind him and even in front of him you know he uh he's a hard-working man he's uh long in all the right places you know people uh people think uh, we're brothers too by the way which is fucking bizarre but you know. who's older who's younger don't know no one said no one's asked that question yet but they're like apparently uh th- this person who will Rename not uh nominous right now. Anonymous. Anonymous. I may or may not have uh taken some sleeping pills already. Yes, uh, Dominic has to work tomorrow, six o'clock in the morning on overtime, and so this person, this new coworker who just obviously is new, they're already making him work overtime, six a.m. on a Saturday. They're just putting him to work. Yep. Okay. I mean, this this person may or may not have just left uh, the cartel. And they're just they're working like he is in the cartel, you know, I uh, because I trained this person. They're like, damn, we can trust him, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I fucking trained him. So they're like, you want to work Saturday? And he was like, yeah, I got you. What time? We're like six. And he was just like, shit, you know, but, you know, it's uh, it's, he's he's good company. You know, uh, he, uh, you know. Always quick on the puns, and that's uh that, that that's terrible because now, you know, it's one thing to be your punching bag or his punching bag, but when I'm everybody's punching bag, it works. It sucks. <laughs> James, this person just shows up and everyone's making fun of you for no reason. Yeah, this person may aim or may have not shown my manager the uh, gif somebody made of me missing a shot, mm. and fucking it was the hardest I've seen my manager laugh. So this person yeah. seems like a real asshole. Maybe you just fired him. I mean, I thought about it when he's making mistakes. I'm like, oh, dude, you're done. But this person, by the way, is a uh, Tyler. Tyler. Ty nice. Gundy, 27, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, on Instagram. Oh, that's him. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully you guys have fun tomorrow. Yeah, we will, you know, uh, you know, we and him were talking, probably going to go hit up a brewery pretty soon, you know, uh, just the boys, you know, you know, maybe go to Dave and Buster's, go to go to the old D and B as the kids say. Oh, no, we were actually going to go to like World of Beers or, you know, something like that in <laughs> Dublin. OK, so you do adult things with this person, but you make me do kitty things with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told him I told him I said, like, wouldn't it be funny if we don't invite Brandon? I bet you'd be so mad. <laughs> I would be so mad yeah yeah but you know you gotta you gotta work that overtime you know make that money because you know we're saving up for a very important trip right dominic anyways brendan i'm doing wonderful how are you oh well you know i'm doing good you know cat hasn't burnt down hasn't burnt down the house um no one's trying to burn down the house that's fine um that's pretty much it still still jobless i did apply to a job today so hopefully fingers crossed i hear something all american labels in dublin california 
Uh, no, it was not. It was a sports reporter for Odyssey. So some, I think it's like a radio station in, in San Francisco. So uh, probably not going to get that, but you know, you know, shoot or shoot. Just got to try whatever you got to do. I did apply for the A's. Still haven't heard anything back. Lockout may have something to do with that, but you know, we'll cross that bitch bridge when we get there, but let's get cross into that bitch when we get there. Yes, we will cross that bitch when we get there, but uh, let's get into a, not a ton of uh, sports news to talk about. Obviously, the NFL season's over. Free agency hasn't really kicked up yet. Uh, basketball was on hiatus for the All-Star break. Dominic, any uh, random thoughts on the All-Star break? Uh, was was that the worst NBA uh, dunk contest ever? I mean, come on. Wong Anderson fucking... Or Juan Toscano Anderson. Whatever. Juan Cantano Bay fucking... He, he, he should have won. Uh, no, he should not have. He was doing the most basic bitch dunks. He was hitting them, unlike the other people who were like just failing for however long. Because technically they get like three attempts, but as long as their arm motion doesn't like go towards the rim, it doesn't count. So they technically had like 10 chances at it, which it was it was terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, well, I didn't even watch any of that. Oh, I barely watched the All-Star game. So, you know, I didn't watch any of the All-Star game. So there you go. It evens out. You know, you didn't watch any of the All-Star game. I watched the Pro Bowl and got disappointed, you know. We just, you know, that's one thing I don't understand. I mean, like, I understand, like, the Pro Bowl. You don't want to get someone to get hurt. I understand that. It's a contact sport. Smart. These NBA players on the All-Star game, like, I remember when they used to go fucking hard in the paint. Like, they're fucking trying to show that the East is better than the West or the West is better than the East. And now it's just like, oh... Oh, three, cool dunk, you know, like whatever. Like they don't, like there's no defense. I want fucking defense. You want some D in your All Star games? Oh, I meant I meant to uh, shout out in the beginning of the podcast. I forgot to. Was it? Uh, um, what's the what's the YouTuber? Uh, N W E A, right? The N W E A. Yep. Right. Yes. Great content. Great content. It's been a little while since they've posted any videos. It's been about 11 years. Yes. But uh, they they have three videos up. Fantastic content starring Travis and Marcus. So um, if you're interested, the NWEA, maybe we'll link it in the description. Maybe we won't. Who knows? You know, I mean, I figured I, my whole goal was to cancel them. Well, not them, but Trapdoor. I think that video will bring it to will get me what I want. And that was them canceled. Love to see it, but uh, we do have some XFL news. Dominic, are you excited? We got some XFL news. I think you're more excited than me, but okay. Okay. Well, I thought you, you were like the XFL's number one fan. You were playing like that free game, trying to get rich quick. Hey, off everybody, the XFL scores. Fucking, everybody was playing the free games. Okay, bud. Money's money. Okay, money is money, but the XFL apparent has uh, gone into a partnership with the NFL. It's going to be not exactly a developmental league in terms of players, but it's going to be kind of an experimental league in terms of rules and camera angles, and you know, trying to be experimental with the game of football. And maybe if it works out well, then it goes into the NFL. So there's an actual relationship between the two leagues. The USFL just did have their draft a couple of days ago. I'm not going to talk about them because who cares? It's all about the XFL, baby. Exactly. 2023, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Going to lead it to victory. 
But uh, Dominic, thoughts on uh, the XFL and NFL having a relationship and will this flourish into something greater? I mean, I, I, I really honestly hope so, just because of the fact that the XFL, that what, like half season or full season, whatever it was, um, it, it, it did have a lot of promise. Um, you know, and you, we did see players from there get brought up to the NFL. And, you know, it shows you that, you know, just because they're these, these guys are, you know, not going to, you know, prestigious schools or, you know, they're, you know, maybe, maybe they're, they're, they go undrafted because, you know, they didn't run the fastest or something like that, but like, you know, you give them a break and they get, you know, you, you give them that brass ring, you dangle it, you dangle it in front of them and they'll grab it and they'll run with it. You know, you never know. And uh, I really hope this leads to better thing. I hope this leads to, I think what, what we've always talked about, which is like, you know, Super Bowl ends a couple of weeks and then XFL starts, you know, like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We got the USFL coming soon. Maybe if they launch an app and Dominic can uh, make $10,000 off it, then maybe we'll talk about the USFL. But until then, yes. this unless is they want sponsors, they want sponsors. Yeah, unless they want to sponsor us. This is a XFL podcast right here. Exactly. Uh, going to the NFL. We did have uh, Brian Flores. He's finally been hired um, by the Pittsburgh Steelers as an assistant defensive assistant slash linebackers coach. So, he hasn't been completely blackballed from the NFL, Dominic. He did find a job, obviously not a head coaching position. It is ironic that it is with the Steelers. We the only other black head coach in the league and, uh, you know, the Rooney rule and all the other things, but he found a job. Good for him, right? But hope you unmute your microphone, Dominic, unless you're just so aghast for words or your internet just doesn't work. Or maybe my internet doesn't even work. No, the dog's going crazy because fucking Mary's a fucking idiot. Whoa, whoa, we do not have studio audience slander. I don't on this give a podcast, shit. She gets fucking her name used because fucking she's an idiot for that. Fuck, piss me off, fucking motherfucking. Okay. Well, what, well, what do the studio audience do that gets you so in a tissy? She knows I'm fucking doing the podcast and she's fucking outside with the other dog. And she's fucking shining the light in the room at Oreo to get his attention, like to fuck with him. And he's going fucking crazy. So, and then you're like, oh, Dominic, how do you feel about whatever you fuck? I didn't hear what you said because he's fucking going crazy. Well, I was talking about Brian Flores getting a job with fuck the Pittsburgh. Brian Flores. He deserves to be a fucking head coach and he's sold out for a fucking bitch job. Fucking, he should be a head coach. Fucking, I'm pissed off. So he's a bitch for not being a head coach when all the jobs are filled got it he should have should have went to college instead exactly yeah uh got some broadcasting news uh sean mcveigh not gonna be a broadcaster he's staying with the uh, the rams he's gonna defend the title i always kind of thought this was more of a not that big of a deal compared to maybe what the media was blowing it out to be but it's kind of official he is back he's only i think what like 36 30 something very very young still like the youngest one or whatever right yeah, I mean, him and uh, what's his face? Zach Taylor was like the youngest combination of coaches in NFL history for the Super Bowl. So good for him. Uh, Troy Aikman, he's leaving the uh, he's well, he's left Fox and it seems Yay. though he's going to uh, go to ESPN and be kind oh. of their person for uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, I, w- I mean, 
I, I know we don't talk about broadcasting or anything like that, but I'm not the biggest fan of ESPN in their broadcast. So if Troy goes over there, I'm cool with that. Joe Buck might join him next year. That'd be kind of kind of crazy, but good for him. Get your money. Get your money, Troy, right? I'm not a fan of Troy Aikman, so it's fine. Damn, you hate Troy? You're, you're a uh, Tony Romo guy? Yep. I kind of hate Tony. I don't hate him. I think he's kind of annoying. He gets like overexcited for everything. Exactly. Makes it more fun. And then I just like Troy Aikman, especially like when he's watching the Cowboys, they're kind of trash. And he's just, you know, very, he's being a curmudgeon old man. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's not funny, but okay. Well, fine, you know. Anyways, let's get on to the world famous MLB update where talks have intensified. We've gone to a daily talks between the two parties. Um, still a long way away from finding common ground. Uh, Jeff Passan's kind of been on top of this, giving updates about everything. Uh, I still ha- I don't think I've heard anything about like actual like agreement between them in terms of like, you know, conceding something. But they're still very far apart on, you know, league service time and arbitration pools and all these other things. Uh, I believe the deadline the owners have set is Monday for when uh, they you know, start canceling games and, you know, the regular season starts going out the window. Uh, so we are here. We're on the precipice of missing regular season games. Dominic, not shocking, but obviously disappointing. I mean, I've been saying it from the get go that they were going to be on. We're going to miss some games. I think, you know, it's Saturday and Sunday. I really highly, I highly doubt they'll come to an agreement. So I'm not counting. I'm not holding my breath at all yeah i mean i agree with you that they're just how far away they are it's going to be it would be fat and unfathomable that they were going to come to terms on by monday do you agree with what walker bueller tweeted and then deleted what would that be dominic would it be something that curveballs and churchill's post on instagram yes that's the only reason i'm bringing it up where it's not millionaires versus billionaires it's owners versus workers which I do agree with, and we have been seeing a much more favorable response to the players than in years past, whether that be because of social media and just media in general and how the players are able to get kind of their voices out there compared to like in the past in the nineties and seventies, when it was really just the owners feeding things to the media. And that was the only way the public could hear these types of things, but we definitely have seen more public sentiment towards the players, but uh, this is, Bad for baseball, obviously, because I think there's going to be a lot of fringe, you know, casuals or even like, you know, non-casuals that are going to be just kind of tired and just not really give it a chance or not give it a chance, but just kind of give up on it because they're missing games. And when you start pushing back games, then it's like others. Well, I mean, you have like the summertime, which is kind of prime baseball, but who knows if we're even going to get baseball during the summertime. It's a it's a whole ordeal. Dominic, Mr. Anti-Union Union guy. I mean, I'll thoughts? be watching one of my best friends play baseball during the summertime, right? Yeah, every Sunday. Every, Check out uh, Los Padres, part of the uh, Mexican League. Exactly. I'm going to go there and I'll have paint my stomach your number and, you know, start the wave and do some with, chance. With all the, the girlfriends and children that are going to be there? Yep. And my mom? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that you know, Dom- I keep asking Dominic in the studio audience to uh, show up to my games whenever that was five, four years ago. They never did. So time to shine. Who knows if this will be my if it's gonna be a one and done type thing. 
But if you show up to one game, Dominic, maybe you might get a little fancy, a little special treat. With, uh, well, I mean, what, 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 what are you alluding to now? Because now I'm curious. I don't know. It can be whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want, because you'll just take advantage of me. But <laughs> um, yeah, maybe you know, we can go somewhere. You know, I'll take you to dinner. You know, I'll take you to a baseball game. After I, I, I like a baseball how, game. I like how literally you're just saying if you come watch me play baseball one time, you'll take me to dinner. Or maybe I'll take you to Las Vegas. All expenses paid. Mm. Probably not, though. Oh, okay. Some expenses paid. Like 65%? Maybe. Maybe. I, mean, I play for my airplane ticket, and that's, you know, and then anything I want, but, you know, room and, well. Unless I drop a 20 bomb in Fortnite, then you owe me a day's worth of slushies. We'll talk. We'll talk, Turkey. Okay. Okay. We got uh, Iowa up 85 to 74 right now. I got them at minus nine and a half, so. Your boy's almost going to do it, which means that by the end of this podcast, they're going to choke it away. But they got a foul. They got going to go to the line for two. We got this, Dominic, in the bank. I'm back after Super Bowl was not exactly that great. I'm going to hit this parlay. I had Penn State with minus one and a half. They got that done. No, I was going to get it done, and this guy uh, missed his first three. So, God damn it. That's fine. It's fine. How much, how much do you win? Uh, I would turn $10 into $28. So, you know, just a little, little, little mini parlay. I... Moved it down from 14 to nine and a half or 12, whatever it was, because that's a lot of goddamn points. But they are at 12 right now. So who knows? Unless they hit a three, or if they hit it. If Nebraska hits a three right now, I would be very angry, but they did not hit a three. They hit a two and they almost turned it over. Oh, God. Okay. And then we get the foul. All right. Uh, We're not going to do play by play on this Iowa Nebraska game at this moment. But anything else on the MLB MLB update? I don't think there is anything else besides union talk. Yeah, I think uh Yeah, I don't I nothing's popping them up in my my dome. All right. So then that's it for the sports as we said. Nothing really going on too much in the world of sports right now. We got a lot of wrestling news and wrestling things to talk about. So we'll get into that after we get into the fan mail segment otherwise known as Mr. X and friends. Questions of the week. Bump bump. So uh, we do have some man friends. No Instagram, or we do have some man's one Instagram as always. We got Johnny Roka, Johnny Roka coming through in the clutch like you normally do. I was by 10, six seconds left. Nebraska, you know, they shouldn't foul. They know good basketball. They know goddamn good basketball. They're not fouling. Let's fucking go, baby. We're back. Okay. So let's go. Into the Instagram, no Tygundy27, because he has a long day ahead of him tomorrow. So he didn't send any questions, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not angry. I know, you know, it's fine. I'm not mad, just disappointed. Uh, Johnny Rogan does send in a, I don't know how to handle this. He sent in a pre production note. Uh, so last week, we just wanted to address this. Dominic was going to say something at the end of the podcast. I was unaware he was going to say something. And so I cut him off. So Johnny Roca says, uh, I think you owe Mr. Hobson, me, Mr. Well, I'm not Mr. Hobson. You're, you're Mr. Mr. Hobson. Yeah, you as in me, I'm you, but I am you. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, okay. So Johnny thinks I owe Mr. Hobson a very prestigious and fluffy introduction this week because he cut out, he was cut off as he was trying to sign off to the listeners last week. After you signed off, he goes, My name is Dot, and then it goes, cuts off 
poor guy uh, finesse the balls for sure. So yeah, it seems as though he wants me to uh, massage your balls, which um, could be, could be arranged. Fuck. Yeah. I'm could down, be ar- it could be arranged. I, I did not get a lovely, well, you didn't get the lovely in the steam gimmick, but you didn't get an over the top extravagant intro Dominic. But if you like to talk to the people, what you were trying to say last week, you, the floor is I, yours. I just wanted people to know my name. I wanted you to say my name is Dominic Compton, but no, Brandon is the one that has to say everything. You fucking control freak. <laughs> yeah, no. I was just trying to, you know, because you say like, I'm Brandon Tangoma. That was Dominic. Hobson. I was gonna say I'm Dominic Hobson. So okay. Yeah, but thank you, Johnny. Somebody cares about me so much that he actually has my back. Johnny, go. Question one, actual question one from Johnny. Uh, You've been drafted to the MLB as a replacement player. Okay. What team would you rather play for and what position are you wanting to play? Okay. Forget height, weight, athletic capability. But the kicker is that I will randomly pick your division from there. You can select your team. So uh, you can only select these I select a team from this division. So, Dominic, you have to know which team is in which division, which is going to be an uphill climb, but we'll see what happens. So, I am picking the NL East. Dominic, you are picking the AL East. Okay. So, uh, which team would you want to play for, and what position would you want to play for this team? Doesn't Not you. It's the dream version of you. It's dream, Dominic. So, yes, you're, the, you're an athletic god. And you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, first of all, I am. So don't don't assume that. Yeah, I mean, we got the footage to prove it. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, what? When, if and when Trapdoor to Hell ever comes back and we get the podcast Olympics back, Dominic, we already know we're running the train on them. I mean, yeah, but so okay, so a- I get AL East, you said. Yes, and I get the NL East. Okay. Um. I mean, honestly, the the obvious pick would be Yankees or Red Sox. I mean, yeah, Yankees or Red Sox, just because of the history behind them. Um, I mean, like, am am I picking like I'm just picking the team I'd want to play for in the position? I I'm not. It's not like. Uh-huh. Pick a team that I'm a, you, I, the only thing I'm confused on is he said as a replacement player. So I don't know if that means like we're a bunch of scabs and we're not playing with the regular players or if we get to play with those play like the actual players. But we'll take whatever you want. Because like my thing is like right like this past couple past season or two, three, the Rays have been great. The Orioles have been trash. It's like I'm kind of like. Like, should I, I, I think, you know what, I think. As even if you hate the Yankees, you if you were a baseball player, you'd love to play for them at least once. So I think I'll go with the Yankees. Position shortstop. You're the next Derek Jeter. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, I would say I'm like a utility player because you know I really actually do like looking back. I did enjoy playing in the outfield, um, but I really loved third base as well. So it'd be either third or outfield. So you're going to be uh, Alex Rodriguez? Pretty much. Okay. Without the steroids or with the steroids? 
with the steroids. I need to be good. All right. Um, so if you're going to the Yankees, I get to go to the NL East. Um, I will go. I'll go with the Mets. Oh, yeah, baby. It's all about the Mets. You don't That's get that cool. meme, do you? You don't get that meme, do you, Dominic? It's fine. You know, you're a little late to the TikTok trends. So it's fine. I mean, my new coworker showed me this TikTok of this guy coming in his pants and then whoa, 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 whoa. And then I don't think that's a TikTok, that's just a porno. <laughs> no, and then the guy like absorbed it or something like that and said, check your mouth, and then like he just like spit out cum. It was weird. Are you sure that was TikTok and not some sort of like adult version of TikTok? No, it was TikTok. It was funny, it was great. It's not always about the money, Spider Man. Mets, baby. Love the Mets. All right, baby. Let's go get a home run, baby. Love the Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Question two. Demonetized. Question two. You have a huge day. Oh, God. What, what are we playing now? <laughs> We're playing Peter Parker and Peter B. Sync comparisons. All right, people, let's do this one last time. No. You ever watch the uh, Into the Spider First, Dominic? It's a great movie. Nope. Wow, you're you're slip. You haven't seen. Uh, you're you're slipping on the Spider-Man, Dominic. Uh, question two for yes. Mr. Johnny: You have a huge day and schedule ahead of you, a day of golf, drinks, and dinner. So, which professional athlete will you play eighteen holes with? Which male celebrity, movie, TV, or music are you having drinks with? Then, which female celebrity are you having a candlelit dinner? And nightcap with this is all can this is all platonic, Donic, strictly platonic. So oh, the studio audience does not get angry at you. Now, and I was like, right when he said female, I looked and she she gave me the the rock eyebrow, and I'm like, uh oh, strictly platonic. This can be like a fun little interview, you know, just get to know the person. Nothing, nothing's gonna happen afterwards. It's just a dinner. Hey, can you define celebrity? Because you know, I think the studio audience is fantastic. I mean, she is a celebrity, world famous. People all around the world know who the studio audience is. And uh, and Ted. And Ted. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so, uh, you know. So I, first, I, professional yeah. athlete to play golf with. Ooh, professional athlete to play golf with. <sighs> you know, uh, that's a good fucking question. Celebrity athlete. This golf. one's strictly an athlete, so it has to be an athlete to play golf with. I do lean, maybe you want to go golf, just straight up golf, so maybe play with Tiger Woods, or maybe pick Joe Panic, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Get to pick his brain. I but... would probably... Like, I, I'm going off of, like, who I think I would bond most with and, like, have, like, a really good time, because, like, you know, like somebody like Tiger Woods, I feel like he would just, first of all, beat the living shit out of me on, on the field. But then he also could help you. You can ask questions. He could, you know, help your swing out a little bit because we're going to start doing more golfing, right, Dominic? No. We still haven't even hit the hit the links yet. We just strictly went to the uh, driving ranges. I mean, well, I mean, cool. you, I mean, you saw me at Top Golf, Dominic. You, <laughs> dog you, you got me beat. Dog shit. Pretty sure studio audience can whip my ass and in golf but that's showing yep. um <sighs> what little pillow oh. 
Anyways, I was so. thinking Michael Jordan. He does play golf, but I don't think I want to deal with that competitiveness and him gambling because I cannot yeah. afford to gamble with Michael <laughs> Jordan. Because I think Tiger Woods would be fun to play with, but I think Michael Jordan would not be fun to play with just because of how competitive he is. Until like you know after like the fourth hole when he's beat me by like ten strokes and he's just gonna. Maybe we'll play with Charles Barkley. He seems like a fun guy. He kind of sucks at golf. You know, we're kind of the same level. So I'll go with Charles Barkley and a bonus. Uh, I'll go with Bubba Watson, you know, a little lefty action. Help me out with my lefty swing. So so I'll take a page out of your playbook. I'll go with my 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 special guest, ball bag boy. No, I, I well, my coach. We'll call him a coach. My coach would be... Uh, Uncle Phil, if you know what I mean. Phil Mickelson? Yeah, boy. I heard he got canceled. I don't know. My mom said something that he oh, said. Oh, he something. did get canceled. Never mind. I can't have him. No, well, I don't know. I was asking a question. He did. My, he did. He what did. did he so I didn't look this up. What did he say? What happened? Um oh, fuck. Me and Tyler were talking about it. He said something about uh, something about Saudi Arabia being fucking like, you know. Great place. Yeah, yeah, it's about Saudi shit. Oh, okay, so he's uh, in that, got that blood money going. So I, so I, no, I think it was Phil Mickelson and and Callaway golf sponsorship paused after Saudi comments. Yeah, damn, he's like in some real deep shit now, isn't he? Yeah. See, and that's why I didn't say Phil because I kind of heard something I, that he was I, canceled, so that's why yeah, I went Bubba so, instead. So I can't go with Phil now. Um. I guess Tiger Woods can be my coach. Fuck it. Um, you know, help me out. Your playing uh, partner? Yeah, there we go. And then I'm playing with, against, or whatever. Um, you know, just, just 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 to keep the gimmick going, we'll go Joe Panic. Nice, nice. Uh, so your male celebrity movie, TV, music, you were having drinks with. So I would, I would, this would where I would want to go like, Stone Cold, but I guess he doesn't count. I'd probably put him more like the athlete, even though you know he's a world famous uh, television he's, and he's done uh, movies, so technically he's an actor. Technically, you know, technically he's an actor. Because... But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to you know go by the letter of the law and try to okay. what you would think of when you think of a TV movie music celebrity, someone I'd want to have drinks with. Hmm. Now this depends. What am I trying to do? Am I just trying to chill and just hang? Or am I trying to get fucked up and just tear the fucking tear the house down? So those are two completely different things. We'll go, let's go with both because if there's okay. two different people for you, then you can say two different. Well, I, I was just trying to see which way I should go. So I'm kind of blanking. It's a, yeah, honestly the way my brain works, it's a little easier for me to go through like a Rolodex of athletes than it is to go through like celebrities. So. I mean, um, a male celebrity, I would like to get some, like, drink, you know, split two, three pitchers of beer, and then maybe, like, you know. I got it. I know who I want to go. Who you Drink go some with? beer. Wheeler Walker Jr. You uh, dropped a new single today. Gonna have a new album coming out in a couple months or in a couple, couple weeks. So Wheeler Walker Jr., baby. Or if we're going to go serious, uh, I'll go Luke Combs as well. You know, you could go Cole Swindell. You guys love each other. Fuck. Locked eyes. It was amazing. Um, I would Cole Swindell would be a good one or 
I mean, if 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 the if getting drinks with this person does a band count or is a band one or is you it have just- to pick one person, Dominic. Okay, one person from Slipknot or Metallica. Wow, what if it was like a different band? Well, was it a different band? No. Okay. But um, I, I would pick James Hetfield then. Just because, you know, like, there's so much I want to ask him. And, like, you know, like I said, if if drinking the beers with him wouldn't fuck up uh, the sobriety and all that kind of shit, like, I would love to. He but, can have but, some, some soda, some Pepsi, some Coke, Coca-Cola. That's <clears> not <throat> having drinks, though. It is a drink. You drink. It didn't say alcoholic drinks. It just said drinks. Sure. Okay. Whatever. And then finally, uh, the female celebrity you want to have a a platonic candlelit dinner with. Oh, sorry. And nightcap with. So I don't know what that nightcap means, but it's strictly platonic. I get my dick with. Is the studio audience gone? Oh, okay. She is not. I would, you know, nightcap, you know, you guys you have some dinner, you go out like a movie, do some karaoke, some fun, nothing sexual, um, all consensual. God, this is even fucking hard to think of. It's you. It's you. This is just a business dinner. Okay. Just a yes, a bit. There we go. It's a business dinner to try to set up. Who who would you like to interview, Dominic? Who would, which female celebrity would you like to interview on this podcast? Female that ce- may or may not have some candlelit dinner aspects involved to it. Oh, fuck. And we do this at night because we do the always do the podcast at night. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I want to say something, but. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You could text it to me, and she's, then I can say it, and then she hears it, and then she smacks you anyways. Yeah, she's staring at me, man. Can uh, I? Can we get like a hint? And I can try to guess it. <laughs> um, Is it Paige? Is it Shotzi? Oh, I. Sh- I I wasn't even thinking of them, and now, yeah, let's go with. Oh, but that's even harder to choose between Paige and Sachi. God damn it. Oh, Sachi. Sachi. Um, God damn it. Oh, fuck it. I'm going Paige. Oh, you're going Paige. I'm on Paige. So you're going Paige here. And it has to be Paige at this exact moment, whatever. Or maybe Miley Cyrus during Party in the USA. Fuck you. Okay, I guess I'm gonna do that one. I asked my manager that. I said, "When do you think Prime Miley Cyrus rose?" And he didn't answer it. Damn. Yeah. So you just completely came out that you're a pedophile. Nice. I didn't say anything. Okay, so you didn't get, you didn't dox yourself. Got it. No. Let people, if you're listening, send in your answers. When was or is peak hotness? But but for but, but, Miley Cyrus. Some but, people say part of the USA when she was 16, 15. Yeah, and what what age was I? That's neither here nor there. When you say it as a 27-year-old man, it's kind of kind of weird. You almost, almost, almost said the magic word. word. I almost said the magic word that almost got canceled. Yep, I said it at work, and then I immediately looked and got scared because I thought Mary's in distance. Mary's about to pop out of the door and just be like, what the fuck you say? Yeah. Said it once, and then I never said it again. Because Tyler told me, you shouldn't say that because you're going to get used to saying it, and then you're going to say it at home. I was like, you're right. Yep. Tyler and I, best friends. Because I guess got to reiterate that one more time. We're best friends. Hmm. Hmm. My 
female celebrity that you have a candlelit dinner and nightcap with? Let's you see. get to have the nightcap. Oh, I get it. It's all yeah. just, it's obviously, it's all strictly platonic and friendly. But, you know, been on TikTok a lot. You know, never really like musically a big fan of her. Pop. But she is funny. And she seems like a, a, she seems like a good time. Lisa Ann. Me? I'll go with Doja Cat. Doja Cat, she's she's like she's fucking hilarious, and she seems like a good time. I know Dominic likes himself some Doja Cat. He likes the music. He like because bitch, he's a cow. So I'll go Doja Cat. Boom, boom, boom. Or uh, uh, or Nikita Lyons, or the underrated Caden Carter. She's sorry. I don't, know how many, I don't know how many options they get, but I'm just throwing Kane, them all out there. Kane Carter is not fucking underrated at all. She's just average. She's adequately rated at this point? Yeah. Well, by, by you saying she's average, I think you're, you know, she, you're underrating her. Casey. You're, you're just Casey. mad because team you Kay- like Casey. Casey better. It's not all. It's not Team Casey. It's Team Caden. Team Casey. Everybody let us know. Are you Team Casey or Team Caden? Moving on to Mr. X's questions. Oh, I'm not even prepared for Mr. X's questions. My phone's charging. I'm, you know. All right, folks. Everybody ready? Hold on to your hats and your caps. And your ass. And your ass. For a second, I was like, I some I got a spam that says, Scott, Brandon, I've got a hoodie for you. I'm like, Brandon, my name's Brandon. I'm not Brandon. All righty. But this isn't a pool. This is a bathtub. Anyways, he says, wow, you're just going to completely no sell my Lisa Ann joke. Uh-huh. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? It is. It's when she was a fucking lifeguard and the guy was in the bathtub. And yeah. And he was like, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dominic, for appreciating my jokes. Well, he says, Mr. X, the man, the myth, the legend says, hello there. Hello. After the underwhelming slam dunk contest from this past weekend, people are once again questioning the format of the contest. Seems like they do this every couple of years. The contest will underdeliver one year. People complain. Then the next year, it's amazing, and people shut up. One change I think they need is to add more time for each cont- uh, contestant. What do you think? But what do so, you think? Come on, speak on it, cuz. I think having a time limit would be better because it gives them a sense of urgency. You can't just jump like five times and not dunk it, but you are kind of dunking it, but it doesn't count towards your dunk. So I would have a time limit. So like two minutes, but I would also just have like professional dunkers, like put gimmicks like TikTok stars and whoever street ballers and actually have like a real legitimate dunk contest. Like I know the point is like all-star game and growing the NBA and stuff like that, but if we're trying to have like an actual dunk contest, like I would want to see some cool dunks. And like at this point, we've kind of hit like peak like athleticism and we pretty much we've seen all the regular dunks that we think we're going to see from actual NBA players with that aren't actually that aren't taking it that seriously and just kind of show and go, which, you know, it's fine with don't don't get hurt. But if we can just throw some professional dunkers out there that do this shit like year round, I'm for that, too. We should have the mascots start dunking. Who, what, Mitch, which, which mascot puts on a better 
halftime show or something close to that. You know what I mean? Stomper. Not a basketball player. Okay. Anyways, moving on. While watching the Kentucky Wildcats almost blow a fifth 14. God, I can't. Dude, I didn't have a cup of coffee at all today, and my whole day has been horrible. Let me try this again. While watching the Kentucky Wildcats almost blow a 15-point lead in the last two minutes of their game against LSU the other night, I realized that I yell a lot at the TV while watching my favorite teams play. Do either of you do the same thing, or are you able to keep your emotions in check while watching sporting events? Or does this just depend on the team? Well, I'm... uh... I think it depends for me. It depends on the team and like this, like the, I guess the setting you would call it like the Super Bowl. I was kind of yelling a little bit also. Kind of. Well, it also doesn't help you have two drunken idiots who have money on the game yelling too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you may or may not hit the gritty if you get too excited, (laughs) which, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's true. But um, like here, I, I I wouldn't say I would yell at the TV during the Raider games and all that kind of stuff. It's more like just kind of like a come on, man. Like, geez, like not 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 like a like, oh, you fucking suck or anything crazy. Just more like it was kind of more like a complaint. Like, God, fuck, you guys suck, man. Jeez. Yeah, I'm definitely more with you. It just kind of depends on the situation. Um, you know, as a journalist, I'm taught to, you know, not react to when you're watching a game, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm just watching like a Sunday, like just watching like the full slate of football games, I'll just kind of just watch, not say anything, you know, make some comments here and there, but I'm not going to get like super invested. I might, I mean, I'll yell like occasionally, but it's almost kind of like a bit that I'm yelling at the TV, but I think the, I think the last, I'm trying to think like when I get legitimately like invested, angry, probably because honestly my teams are not very good and then so they make don't make like meaningful games it's it'd probably be like ace playoff games when like i'm yelling at the tv but even then like if i'm by myself i'm not just gonna go fucking ape shit crazy i kind of just keep it in my mind and just say it myself so ace playoff games is probably when i will turn up the most which are few and far to, far between especially um when they trade everybody when the lockout ends if it ever ends exactly or if I'm oh. sweating out a game, if I have money on the game, which as you just listened to on this podcast, yeah, right, can get kind of intense. All right, time for Mr. X's NHL update. Bum, 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 bum. I was yelling at the Buffalo Bills AFC champion or division game. I was yelling at that one too. So my brother was yelling, remember? I was taking a shower and he just started screaming, and I was like, gotta get the fuck out. Go, go, go. Anyways, yeah. time for Mr. Hockey. Mr. Hockey. Mr. Fucking Hockey. In the NHL. Florida stays on top in the Atlantic. Carolina retakes the lead in the Metropolitan Division. In the Western Conference, the Avalanche appear infallible. Is that infallible? My fucking can't read today. I-N-F-A-L-L-I-B-L-E. Sure. Sure. In the Central, (laughs) the Calgary Flames are turning up the heat in the Pacific. I like that. The Flames are turning up the heat. That's a great one right there. While my ducks quack quack remain in fifth spot. Quack quack, motherfucker. 
There we go. And recent reports on ESPN website makes the case for the Florida Panthers as a must-watch Stanley Cup contender. The main case being that they are, have scored the most goals of any team in the league this year, 146, which 19 more than the next highest team, the Hurricanes. Even Carolina's head coach considered them a juggernaut team. Definitely something to keep an eye on as the playoffs approaches. So uh, you still going to put money down on the on the Stanley Cup or no? I keep for, I keep forgetting. I'm I'm sorry. Should we do a live bet right now with my big no. winnings? Okay. No. We're already. I mean, I don't think we're running. Like, eh, we've gone like an hour. We're not running long, but, but we've good. definitely stretched out this fan mail segment. And he has three questions, and you know, we're gonna talk about them. I well, I know this first one. We're probably gonna talk about it, so we're not gonna talk. About you know, them. we're not we're not like the other podcasts that just speech sue doesn't even talk about fan mail oh i mean you gotta now. get fan mail first to talk about fan mail exactly they definitely don't get more fan mail than we do you guys get fan mail or no well if you listen to podcasts uh, you find I out don't, i don't i don't support um your other business adventures because you should be giving me a hundred percent and you give me like 99 that's not cool uh, if I if I had if I had made money, then uh, I would give it to you. Do you make money on that one? Uh, no, I do not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, time for some wrestling. With Cesaro leaving WWE, should he be the first big signing for ROH when they return for SuperCard of Honor in April, where he can make his triumphant return to the company, or does he have a ninety-day not-compete clause that would prevent something like that from happening? Or like most others, is he AEW bound? Um, I'm like 2,000% sure he's going to AEW because why the fuck not? I mean, everybody and their fucking mother know that knows that Cesaro is probably one of the top wrestlers in the world, in my opinion. So why would he? Why wouldn't he go to AEW? It's 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 it's, it's he's going to AEW, right, Brandon? Yeah, I think he's going to AEW. He's super talented. I mean, his WWE career in general is just kind of sad, to be honest. Like, he was there for his prime, prime of his years, like in his 30s. And then he had some moments where he could have maybe done something with him, but they just never did. But going to where he could be, I think he will be AEW bound. Um, ROH would definitely be cool. Uh, his contract expired. So I would assume that means he doesn't have a non-compete. Yeah, right? no. Yeah, no. If you're released or you quit, or whatever, you have the non-compete. But if if you he's 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 walking away. He's not fired. He's not quitting. He's okay. Contract not, expired. Yeah, I'm done. I don't. I I can go do whatever the fuck I want to do. So he's. I, I we were talking before the podcast. I said. Is he going to be the surprise, or was maybe I was talking to Tyler, my best friend? I know it gets so confusing when you are with him all day. Yeah, but uh, I said, is that going to be the the big surprise person at at uh, Delbert or Nothing? That we're definitely going to be, maybe, at. maybe. Um, your thoughts, just kind of, oh, unless he has more things on Cesaro. Oh uh, no, that was that. There's, there's two different questions, but they're not Cesaro related. So your thoughts just kind of on Cesaro's WWE career and your his prospects outside of the company. I mean, it, it's it's like you said, it's sad. I mean, do I think he could have been a world champion? Yes. 
Do I think it would have been a long run? No. I think it would have been very, you know, it would have been a cut short. It would He would have been more of a transitional champion, which I don't think fans would have enjoyed because I think everybody wanted him to have a decent run. But um, outside of WWE, you know, he it, he's he's super fucking knowledgeable. He's athletic. He's strong as shit. He he can do anything, and you know whoever picks him up, they have gold just waiting to be fucking, you know, melted and formed into a statue of him. I don't know. Fall asleep. I like Cesaro. I think he has a lot of prospects. He's a fucking fantastic wrestler. You know, character. What great tag team wrestler, but he's also a great singles wrestler. So you can do anything you want with him. Yeah, like I mean, talking wise, you know, he ha- it's obviously not a strong suit, but I think the way he carries himself is is really good. Um, I do wonder if, well, I, I mean, we're kind of already assuming he's going to WW or AEW. That it's just kind of another low level WWE guy that you're bringing in and going to probably treat him like a big deal. They already have a like a loaded big roster. They brought in you know Buddy Matthews. Seems like they're going to get Swerve Strickland. Uh, probably going to get Jeff Hardy. So, we're, you know, there's just keeps adding more people on top of each other. But I mean, he's such a fantastic talent that I think he's worth it. And I'm excited to see what he does. Not, I mean, I kind of almost wish he doesn't go to AEW just because I want to see him kind of outside, like in New Japan and kind of do things of that nature, like a blood sport, like seeing Cesaro in a blood sport would be fucking fantastic. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Hopefully, he doesn't have a non-compete. He could just go batshit crazy WrestleMania weekend. All right. With G.O.D. seemingly being kicked out of the Bullet Club by the Switchblade at Impact Cell Surrender event this past weekend, could they possibly show up in AEW in the new future? You're Mr. Bullet Club. You tell us what to do. I don't know what they're doing with Switchblade because... I mean, Adam Cole kind of has his own thing going with the Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. He's kind of torn in between and Switchblade just kind of showed up. And I mean, this week he wasn't really a part of anything. So it is. And I don't know if it was just kind of like a one week thing because Tony Khan was like, oh, I opened the forbidden door, but he didn't count Keith Lee as a forbidden door. So he had to bring in Jay White or whatever. But um, I mean, I don't know if they want to bring in more people. That's fine. But as I just said, like AEW's roster is so fucking loaded that I don't think you need to add more people in here. And the young bucks, you know, Adam undisputed era thing. It's fine as it is. Kenny Omega still out there. He seems like he's going to be gone for like another month or two. Maybe he'll be back for double enough and they can do something there. But um, yeah, kind of keep, Maybe just do impact things at impact and don't bring it over to AEW. I mean that that's easier said than done. I think I think there's gonna be some stupid impact. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, don't, don't get me wrong. Impact has been like pretty good lately. Like they're way. I think they're better than NXT 2.0 at this point, which isn't saying much. Um, but Impact's doing some some you know some decent things, some good things. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's just they've been here for 20 years that it's just they're just stuck in a certain spot. Maybe that's why I don't like Impact as much as I used to, but um, 
but no, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We're talking about Switchblade, the Bullet Club, and oh, Impact. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Keep you know, keep that shit separate. But you know, don't they have a working partners partnership or something like that? I guess, but it's like they haven't really done anything super recently. I mean, if you, I guess, if you include the Jay White situation, but I mean, Jay White, I don't know. It's kind of weird because they haven't really brought. New Japan people in because New Japan just kind of doing their own thing in Japan because the quarantine and all that other shit. So, uh, I mean, I would love Jay White to be in AEW like as a full time guy and be a top talent and challenge for the world championship and do all those other things. But I mean, if he's gonna just be in AEW to be in like a six man tag, I I think he could just do better than that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, last but not least, because I'm falling asleep. Fuck, I'm tired. He's out these motherfucking drugs. Yes. In the upcoming title versus title match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, do you think they will combine the titles into one single title, or will the winner just carry both around and defend one or both titles depending on the opponent? I think they're just going to have two titles. I mean, I would love them to merge them to one title. And bring back the big solid gold one. Maybe. I mean, if Brock were to win, he can bring back the undisputed title. That'd be cool. But, I mean, we saw with Becky Lynch when she had the two belts. She yeah. was she had both of them. She defended them separately. And so I think they would, if, well, they're going to do it. It seems like that they're going to, you know, just have both the belts. And whoever wins, which this one will be night two, I Obviously, this is going to be main event of night two. Ronda and Charlotte is going to be night one. I kind of assumed it was the main event, but I guess it's not like not technically announced. It's the main event. Dominic, thoughts on? I mean, I think we kind of assumed Roman and Brock was going to be night two main event. Thoughts on Ronda and Charlotte and what could happen if that is the main event for night one? I mean, I I don't what be when. What, what, how long ago was uh, two, two belt Becky, whatever? Fuck, what, what, how long ago was that? That'd be 19, like, so that'd be three years. Three years. When Ronda was in that, I felt like she had two people to carry her through that match, basically. Now you're counting on Charlotte to carry her through the match. And I don't think Charlotte, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can say she's if she wants to but i just feel like this is gonna be a disaster this is either gonna be a fucking disaster or it's gonna be fucking just the charlotte show and she's gonna beat the fuck out of ronda and then ronda's gonna hit her with her five moves and win damn dom you listen to me on the other podcast where i said this could be turned into a disaster no i don't listen to my podcast so maybe we're just meant to be Maybe, you know, it's almost like we're the same people, but I mean, we went to the survivor series where it was Rhonda in Charlotte and that almost kind of was a disaster because Rhonda came in the baby face. It was in her hometown in LA, but she still was getting booed. And this was kind of the beginning of Rhonda turning on the fans when the fans were turning on her. And, you know, Rhonda's three years older. She had a kid, you know, she, she doesn't wrestle that much. And I mean, she, I, th- I think she did pretty well in the ring three years ago. Now she hasn't been tested too much in this current run. So it's, it will be interesting to see what these two could pull out. It looks, I saw something. I think Rhonda is going to face uh, Sonia 
next week. So, you know, they're definitely getting her involved and having to wrestle more to kind of get the rust off. So um, if this, I mean, if this is the main event, I mean, I already kind of said it, I could see the fans turn on him, but I also don't know what a WrestleMania crowd would look like because they have kind of like ran off all the super duper hardcore, you know, anti WWE fans to AEW. And so like, is it just going to be a happy go lucky cheer everything that they give in front of us? WrestleMania crowd, which would be interesting because this is the first WrestleMania since, you know, post COVID, even though we're still in COVID and yada, 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 but it's going to be a packed house and all these other good fun things. So, who knows what's going to happen? But we didn't even you didn't even answer Mr. X's original question because I uh, sent you off on a side tangent. Uh, let's see. I I think I agree. With, I, I I think I agree with what you said, which is they'll carry both belts. Um, I I do think they should do kind of like a, you know, if you're going to be with both belts, you have to defend both belts. You know, so. It, you have to be on both shows, which means you got to show up on Raw and SmackDown. You got to be there, ready to fight, ready to go. So last thing I want is to have a fucking dual champion and not defend him. So that's my only take. Is this the last question? Yes, and that is it for Mr. X's questions. If you want to be like Mr. X, email us at curveballncs.gmail.com. You can send in questions at uh, the Instagram. I thought, he had one, Curve... I thought he had one more. No, that was it. Oh, I thought you said three when you were linking to two. I don't know. Anyways, you want to be like Mr. X, Dominic, you do the gimmick. Because, you know, I don't oh, want to hoard. I mean, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Now, now you got me all fucking nervous. No, yeah. Yeah, depending on the best. Yeah, yeah. I was working, right? Okay, okay, okay. We just went off on such side tangents that I just wasn't even paying attention. Uh, that, I, that I forgot. I'm laying down, and I'm about to fall asleep, probably, in the podcast, and the microphone's right near my face. Ooh, yeah. like that, daddy. So, Dominic, if people would like to send in questions, how would they do that? Well, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, you can email us at curveballncs at gmail.com. You can go to the t- Instagram and s- Twitter at curveballsncs, Facebook, curveballs and chair shots, and uh, TikTok, curveballs and chair shots. And that's about it. Yep. All yeah. the necessary links are in the description, right with the the nwea youtube link you can click on watch those lovely videos but uh let's get into the wrestling we've already talked about cesaro um i kind of briefly mentioned them dominic uh, jeff hardy just randomly like on some random podcast like oh yeah you know i'm going to AEW, no big deal whatevs and then also uh looks like they're sh- uh, gonna sign shane swerve strickland thoughts on those two potential I kind mean, of everybody knew, everybody knew jeff was gonna go Swerve, I think, will be a good addition because of this athleticism. So, can't wait. Gonna be great. Bars, man, you should be part of Hit Row. I stay ready, so I ain't gotta get ready. Yes, sir. Right, let's do some WWE talk. Elimination Chamber was this past Saturday. Um, not exactly the best show in the world, um, but it was a show. Nonetheless, the show, the last pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event before WrestleMania. Uh, Dominic, you saw a majority of this. Uh, just kind of your overall thoughts. Uh, the uh, Goldberg-Roman match was there. Brock just running through everybody. Becky beats Lita, probably the best match of the night. Bianca gets title shot. 
anything sticks out that you want to talk about or any of just your thoughts Dominic, on the show i mean the only thing that sticks out of course is probably what everybody talks about is brock fucking bashing through the fucking glass and f-fiving theory off the top which i mean i'm i'm not i'm not saying that wasn't impressive but i kind of do wish theory hit that f5 a little more like legit but then like i said i I know that i would actually hurt him and shit but you know i thought the men's match wasn't bad um you know what they did with bobby's being hurt protecting him and you know, he didn't technically lose. So, I mean, after WrestleMania, you can have him go after that, regain what was his, you know. So, yeah, it was uh, all in all okay for me. Love that false advertising from WWE. We're going to, uh, Brock Lesnar is going to defend his title at uh, MSG in a couple weeks. I believe it's head to head with Revolution next Sunday. Uh, they, Paul Heyman said it was going to be Bobby Lashley if he clears concussion protocol quote-unquote, uh, but it looks like he's not, so I don't know why they even said that to begin with, but any thoughts on what they do here, uh, Dominic? Who do you think they replace him with? I, I mean, that's the that's the thing. Is like Brock is this like big gargantuan beast that can't be beaten, and so if you're going to put someone in front of him, I mean, I'm just going to throw out AJ or throw out Finn, someone who could probably have a good match, but everyone knows he has no shot at. Lashley is not going to be there. What you're, about pro- you're not going to waste Cody's debut on that. I mean, you could do like an Edge or a Drew McIntyre, a John Cena, a John Cena, something of that nature. So, um, I don't know. It, it is kind of weird the way they've handled the Bobby Lashley thing and the MSG thing. But I have been liking Cowboy Brock. He's having so much fun as a baby face. And I like to take a victory lap because I keep saying how good of a talker Brock Lesnar is. And I think uh, my theory has been proven. Baby face Brock. What a cowboy hat. He can speak. Is a good talker. Uh, some other things. Uh, Edge cut a promo. Talk about WrestleMania. We, I speculated Cody could be one. Uh, it looks like AJ is kind of the favorite. He drops some little subtle hints at both of them. Do you think that's kind of the way they're going, or do you think those are red herrings and they're in a completely different direction with Edge? I, I, I'm going to hang on to the red herring for a bit just because I think Edge. So then who, not... who, I mean, then who would that be? Because if it's not Cody, if it's not AJ, then who would fit I, an Edge? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he goes for the US title or. Something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, any thoughts on? I mean, they continue to drop Cody hints. They uh, crowd. It's from it's University of South Carolina. Not exactly the the most smarkiest internet crowd in the world, but uh, they were dropping hints, and he wasn't getting that much of a reaction. Do you think? Obviously, if he signed, it's not going to make too much of a difference. But as of this week, any thoughts on when do you think Cody comes back? You know, part of me is like, oh, WrestleMania. Just, you know, he comes out. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say WrestleMania just because, you know, but I can't I, I can't place him somewhere. So then the other things, the other part of me is like, you know, the Raw after Mania is always huge. So maybe that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you 
do something at WrestleMania if he's not going to debut beforehand. So if you're going to wait, then I just say have it after Raw after Mania because you haven't had a full-blown night after WrestleMania in a few years, in three years. So might as well um, you know, have a big moment like Cody showing up. Speaking of Cody, he used to he used to wrestle for AEW. So let's go over his former promotion, AEW Dynamite. They started off with the tag team battle royal. Everyone just lumped in there. And Red Dragon gets the win after Kyle O'Reilly outsmarts Matt Jackson, dumps him, and Adam Silver. Not Adam Silver. Oh, my God. John Silver over the rope and gets the win. So continuing on with the uh, Red Dragon Young Bucks kerfuffle, but Red Dragon slots in and will face Jurassic Express two-thirds of the strip threat match, Dominic. Is uh, Adam Silver the NBA commissioner? He's going to be in it? or um, You know, maybe. Maybe he could be. I mean, especially maybe for Double or Nothing, which you're definitely going to go to with the prospects of a possible NBA franchise in Las Vegas. Maybe Adam Silver shows up. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Not too. I mean, I'm happy that it's Red Dragon, but no, it's also, you know, it, it, I don't know how to. I, I'm just happy. I'm falling asleep. Time to get the fuck up right now, because we're gonna talk about uh, the biggest news, the most talked about aspect of Dynamite. MJF, he comes out, talks about his life as a Jewish kid playing football and uh, things of that nature and talks about wrestling and CM Punk, a very heartfelt, literal, tearful promo from MJF. Uh, If you haven't seen it, I obviously I would recommend you go check it out. CM Punk comes out and I think he gave the right reaction, skeptical, but also um, sympathetic to his story and then MJF just kind of walks up and leaves. Um, I'm kind of conflicted how I feel about this promo in this segment, Dominic. Uh, what did you think of it? I I I I could feel the the honesty from that promo, and that's something that MJF is very good at, kind of getting across the television screen is like his sincerity and how he feels at that exact moment. So that's what I enjoyed from it. Um, Punk coming out and being like, is that real? Cause that real, like, like kind of like, like you said, being a skeptic kind of didn't really rub very well just because of the fact that like, you know, you're a face, but I know that's what the heels job is to do is to get the heel, the, the face all fucking flustered and shit. So I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean the performance, what MJF, you know, how he delivered it, everything like that was just fantastic. One of the best promos of the year, all that, is fine. All was great, but MJF is one of the few, really the only heel that gets a full-on heel reaction, not only in AEW but really just in wrestling in general. And then he comes out, cuts this really heartfelt baby face like promo, which gives people sympathy towards him. Obviously, he's going to do something dastardly next week or at the pay per view or something, which is fine. But then it's like after that there's always that moment kind of in the back of your mind where he's a heel but he's you know him being a heel is the fake part 
when the baby face, the likability part of him is the real part. So then you're kind of making, you know, a mixed reaction when I don't think you really needed it. But, you know, I kept saying how I don't know how they're going to get this feud elongated to revolution. And I think this this quick little two week story, three week story with MJF does kind of revitalize. It gives a nice burst of energy that it desperately needed. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a burst, but okay. I mean, just like something new, just a little push. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Then we get Penta Oscuro. Hope I said that right. And Pack taking on the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. And Penta and Pack get the win with the cheeky little move from Penta covering Malachi's mouth to make him choke on the mist. Uh, I thought the match was okay. I, I was expecting a lot more, but I guess they wasn't there to be that type of match, but they win. And then the angle afterwards, lights on, lights off. Buddy Matthews shows up. I, and- I was hoping Buddy Matthews wasn't going to side with them, and I was disappointed when he did. So It was a swerve, bro. Fuck the swerve. I want to see Black and Matthews one-on-one in a steel cage. Didn't like the match all that much. Um, the angle, it kind of was stupid that Matthew showed up, you know, lights on, lights off when Malachi was going to like literally kill Penta. So what was the point of that? Just to swear everybody. But Matthews is a fantastic talent. Um, he's once again, kind of one of those low level WWE guys that's going to be brought over to be probably used better and going to showcase his talents. He's kind of like in that weird situation, almost kind of like Keith Lee to where, yeah, he was kind of devalued, but he wasn't like Cesaro or Tony Nese, who just was a complete kind of low level, unfortunately, like a joke at points. So I'm excited to see what Buddy Matthews can do in AEW. And uh, now we got a trio, so maybe Phoenix can come back whenever his elbow heals up and we can get a solid banger of a six man tag match. Then I thought this was probably my favorite part of the segment. Cause I didn't have any qualms about it. Kingston Jericho head to head face to face. They talk mad shit to each other and they set up a match. Kingston Jericho at the pay-per-view next Sunday. Um, I continue to just love everything Eddie Kingston does. Yeah. His in-ring work is not great, but just the way he talks and gets people behind him. I, he's just, he's fantastic. And I'm hoping especially with the story they're telling that he can't win the big one, that he finally does win this one. I hope Chris Jericho just mops the floor with him because Kingston wants, doesn't want this Jericho, doesn't want that Jericho. He wants, you know, the big, bad fucking booty daddy, fucking world champion Chris Jericho. So I hope Jericho just mops the floor with him. Is that Ted I hear in the background? Uh, Ted's about to turn into me in a second. I have my eyes closed and I'm laying down. We better wake the fuck up. Oh, you okay? I can't say it. Oh, well, I unmuted just to hear you say that. No. No. Yeah. Ricky Starks defeats 10, so he's a uh, put into the Phase of the Revolution ladder match. I did not, haven't finished Rampage yet, so I don't know who else has been put in there, but uh, after we got the big beefy boys, they're putting in the less beefy boys in the match. And I can't find out who wants. But anyways, 
Ricky Starks is in there. Keith Lee did have a little bit of a promo, but he got cut off by Ricky Starks afterwards. So Keith Lee's still hanging around, even though not really doing too much. Do I have to care about this? I mean, we all know Keith Lee's going to win. Do we, though? Do we know Keith Lee's going to win? I do. Can I go to bed now? No. Jade Cargill defeats the Bunny. Continues her streak. Ty Conti shows up. God, that I hate. I hate when people do that. Ty Conti runs in and acts like, oh, I'm next and I'm bitch. Even though she's only had like one television win since December. Exactly. And the way she like, I don't like how she walks up and bumps chat. It's like, oh, God, it just it's cringe for me. I don't like that. I was the biggest fan of the Dominic. Moving on. Finally, Brian Danielson takes on Daniel Garcia in the main event. Uh, Brian gets the win with his triangle choke, flexing on them hoes, and he gets the win, cuts a little promo afterwards. John Moxley comes out, you know, running through the crowd, the crowd singing. Uh, that he, uh, Brian says that he will bleed with Moxley if that's the way he can get in a team with him, but Moxley is going to be the only one bleeding. Um, I thought this was fantastic i think moxley coming through the crowd with the song you know i wasn't the biggest fan of wild thing at the beginning but that's kind of grown on me and just him kind of running through the crowd as you know running uh it was fantastic i just love the energy moxley gives to the uh to the crowd and i'm still very excited for moxley and brian next week and dominic's asleep oh shit sorry <laughs> Fucking sorry. I was like, whoo, fuck. Down like this is the main event. This is the last thing I got to talk about. We're almost there. What were we talking about? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Fucking Blake though. Brian, Brian Danielson and Danny Garcia. And then John Moxley comes out and they're going to have the match next at uh, the pay-per-view next week. Yeah. And didn't, then they attacked <laughs> Daniel Bryan and that's why John came out. Yes. So he makes a save, which made it even better that the crowd was going crazy for him. Exactly. Great. Love to see it. Fucking you know, just yeah, hoorah. So I guess I'm going to play Rocky League now. Oh, no, I'm fucking going to sleep. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us for today. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I, you know, didn't talk too much about a bunch of different things, but uh, shout out to Johnny Roca and uh, Mr. X gave us those questions, gave us some good questions, some things to chew on a little bit to elongate the episode. Um, Dominic, anything yes. you want to say before you fall asleep? Everybody, good night. Sleep tight. Drink fucking Raise energy. lots of drinks tomorrow. And I'm going to go to sleep because some of us will do it at work tomorrow. And some of us actually have work. So you just absolutely love to see it. Thank you guys very much. Once again, follow us on the socials, Curveballs NCS on Twitter and Instagram, Curveball NCS. If you want to send an email, everything in the pertinent uh, description. Goodbye. Good night. Dominic, you want anything to say to people? Nah. Evolution is